Hi guys, this is Brett Crosby from Adelaide Trail Runners. Uh, we look after summer trail running series here in Adelaide. And this is my first year taking over the reins from Ben Hawkins, who had done it previously. I was once a golfer and uh, gave up golf and then took up running, which led to triathlon. And in amongst that, trail running became a passion when I met my partner, who was a keen trail runner. And now, before you know it, I'm organising trail running events, which I'm very excited about. And our first event is in about... Five days. My name is Daniel Ferrugia, and welcome to another episode of the Trail Runners Experience. Welcome to the Trail Runners Experience, Brett. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Like I wanted to get you on because, you know, I've got a variety. I get a lot of runners and people with different abilities, but, you know, occasionally we like to get race directors on. And as people would have heard in the intro, you're a, um, you've taken over the summer trail series here in Adelaide. And that's, um, it's pretty exciting. And the first race is coming up just in a matter of days. So, um, very exciting times for you. So tell us about, um, about the summer trail series yeah thank you um you're right it's uh, it's sunday this week um it only feels like yesterday that it was six months ago and i had all the time in the world to get everything organized and then before you know it oh my god it's like this weekend (laughs) um so now look we have um four events in the summer series so we we're at anstey's hill in december we're at cleveland conservation park in january february we have a brand new location at onkapringa river which will be very exciting Formerly yeah. that was uh, yeah. Formerly that was at O'Halloran Hill, but we made the decision to give uh, switch that one up. And then our last event in March is at Belair National Park. So four events, and yeah, starts this week. Very exciting times. Yeah, um, I've um, I've I've done sort of all of the other events when it was under the um, guidance of Ben Hawkins. Um, yes. And so, but I've never I've never even been for a social run at Onkaparinga before, and okay. So can you tell us, I mean, this is very Adelaide focused at the moment. Yes. So a lot of people will be going, oh, if, so I do have listeners all over the place, but we'll, um, we, uh, we're going to expand a bit this conversation, but I just really want to get this bit of nugget of information because I'm so fascinated. Tell us about a little bit about Onkaparinga, that ma- what makes it so interesting. Yeah. Like, sell Onkaparinga to me. Absolutely. <laughs> I will. Absolutely. So um, we were just going to take over the original locations that Ben um, had always used. And race three was always at O'Halloran Hill. Um, and I had never run there. So I went out there for a run maybe six months ago just to check it all out. And, you know, it just felt like I was in the middle of a mountain bike park. And I just I always felt like I was just in the way and I was about to get run over. And, and look, in fairness, it is a mountain bike park and it's had a lot of upgrades and very popular amongst mountain bikers. And I just didn't feel right being there. And I thought to myself, man, we're about to put on an event here with maybe three, four, five hundred runners. It just didn't feel right. And then I just thought, what else is around here? Because I live on the other side of town, you see. So that southern side is a little bit foreign to me. So just did a bit of exploring um, on the maps and stuff. And then saw this, I always knew of Onkapringa River and just went down there one day for a run. And it was just absolutely blown away by its beauty. Um, there's huge ravines and gorges and you've got views down into the Onkapringa River from above and just 
really, it's pretty much all single tracks, flowing single tracks. Um, not much, uh, not many tracks that are too steep that you have to walk. So you can pretty much run pretty much the whole course, which is pretty rare. Yeah, um, it's just beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. The amazing views. The tracks were just wonderful. Um, yeah. So as soon as I saw it, I just thought, oh my god, we have to put a race here. So um, yeah, so very excited about that. And we've had a lot of positive comments as well from people that are familiar with the area. They're like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, it's great. So yeah, that'll be a good one. I've put that one in your diary. Yeah. So when is that one? That one. That's our race three in February. So I think it's February twenty-one. Okay then, I'll yeah. get. You, I might. Um, what we might do is that we'll publish the, all the dates of the races. Um, on the I'll put them in the show notes and we'll share it because I think it's really important, given that this year, especially of all years, to take on a um a, the race directing role <laughs> of a new series. You know, yeah. I think race directing is challenging enough, and then right. to to throw um the the little the the spicy cough into the mix. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's been challenging for sure, um, especially with the latest hiccup we had here in South Australia just yeah. over the last month. That was uh, through a real spanner in the works. But fingers crossed we're going to get through that and we can have our event. So, yeah, we're, um, we've dodged a bullet, I, I think, and hope. <laughs> yeah, and so the, the first race, I mean, is um, on the 6th of December, is that correct? That's correct. That's right. So as we record this, it's only a matter of days away. Correct. Um, people, but I think um, do what are the when's the last opportunity for people to um they probably don't have many opportunities left to sign up for the first race, do they? Yeah. Uh, yeah so entry online entries close basically tomorrow, which is Wednesday at six pm, um, and then we do take um, on the day entries. Uh, there is a ten dollar admin fee, but people can just rock up and. Um, enter on the day so, yeah, oh, cool. so there are still a few opportunities and then of course the entries are open um, for all the other races of course yeah oh excellent no it, um, it sounds very exciting um no and so the first race being Anstey's then which I've actually never raced at Anstey's but I've run that one a lot and I've run yeah. I think there's Cleveland which is a great course and then Bel Air is also another great course. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and so you've um, they're all fairly challenging courses though, aren't? Like, would yeah. you say like if you're a complete beginner to trails, if you just were like a road runner, yes, w- would you have a crack? Would you think people could still have a crack at these? Yeah, absolutely. And probably Anstey is probably um, is probably the most friendliest, if you know what I mean. Um, there's a lot of sort of wider fire tracks. Um, that the the beginner trail runner might uh, might like, um, as opposed to the single tracks that are quite rocky, which might you know take a little bit of um, experience to get used to running on those type of tracks. So yeah, Anstey's a really good one to start with, and yeah, I've been I've had quite a few people reach out to me to say, oh this is you know I'm really nervous. This is my first ever trail run event, and so that's pretty cool. I'm you know excited that they've chosen this event as their first ever, and. Um, yeah, you know, not that long ago, I remember doing my first ever events, and we've all been there at some stage, and it's it is it's yeah. a very exciting and very scary time. Yeah, um, I was just going to say it is it is exciting, and I, I think that um, I mean trail running is so different, obviously, to road running in, but it essentially, is still running is running, and so if you're if you're a bit of a runner, you can have a crack, and I I think um, like as far as your own running goes, like. You said you you can remember your first event. Like, 
What sort of act, sporting activities have you got into um, that have made you, brought you to this point? You know, like yes. you said, you're, you're a cyclist from what I understand as well. Well, I, I started as a golfer. So I, um, I, played, yeah. I played golf seriously from the age of 12 through to 40 without a break. So that was a long wow. time, long time yeah. playing golf. And I really didn't do any running at all in that time. In fact, I didn't take up running seriously until I was about 38. Um, Right. And then and I'm 48 now, to put that into context, so I've been going 10 yeah. years. So I, my first ever race was a half marathon. Um, I didn't worry about it. And still to this day, I've never done a 5 or 10K race. I, I sort of kick-started with a half marathon. Yep. <laughs> which was, um, for Adelaide people would know, it was called the Green Belt Half Marathon back then. Yep. Um, which was a lovely race to start with. Down I on know that one very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably won it. Have you? You've possibly even won it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that kind of leg speed. But um, <laughs> I do live very close. My my children go to the school where it starts. So uh, nice, nice. Yeah, so we yeah, live very so close. good. So then after doing the half marathon, I thought, oh, I've got to push on and you know, try and do a marathon. And that was purely just to tick the box, you know, that bucket list to say, yeah, I've run a marathon. So I did that. Um, ended up with a stress fracture in my foot. Um, oh. which came about, which really flared up on race day. Um, I was able to sort of push through um, and then got told that I potentially had to stop running for up to 12 months oh. to let this stress fracture heal. Um, so all of a sudden I've gone from not being a runner at all to being a <laughs> marathon runner. <laughs> In the process, I lost about 18 kilos of weight. I was fit. I felt great. Yeah. And, then, and then being told I can't run, it's like, uh, what? you're not serious so and that was the only thing that made me go and buy a bike so I previously had no interest in cycling whatsoever so it was it's kind of forced on me due to this foot injury how frustrating so, yeah. yeah it was so then I just yeah. rode my bike for a bit and um until I could get back running and then sort of fell in love with riding I really enjoyed that and then one thing led to another and I taught myself to swim and started doing triathlon <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, I tell you the um, how do you think that like what would be your strength if you were in a in a triathlon? What's your best yeah. skill? Uh, running. Yeah. So the run was always um, yeah. my strength when you when you broke it down after the race and you look at your times of your swim, your bike, and your and your run. I was always oh, sort of I was always tend to be in the top maybe ten percent of the run. Okay. Um, and I was maybe in the top 25% of my age group on the bike. And then I was generally in about the bottom 20% of my swim. So <laughs> so I got better as the race went on. I suppose it's hard to be good at all of them, isn't it? I mean, at the amount of time that you need to to train Correct. for every discipline. But um, I, look, I've always been fascinated. I like watching triathlon as a spectator sport. I really enjoy the uh, watching the Olympic distance try. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's like short enough that it's not doesn't go all day, yes. but it's still you know it's fascinating because you know like it can be so tactical, and then um, you get I remember the Brownlee brothers from the yeah. great from Great Britain. I still love watching them race. Those yeah. they're so such good runners and oh, like they were, amazing. And that that was a perfect example. If they were anywhere, if they were within two minutes of yeah. the lead on when they got onto the run, it was game over, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, it was. And I heard a stat that. I think it was the London Olympics. Um, I think they took out gold and silver. And yeah. 
So obviously, keep in mind you've got a 1500 meter swim, a 40k bike ride, and then they do the 10k run. But I heard that I can't remember which of the Brandleys won it. I get them mixed up, but yeah, the, the girl that won his run time on that 10k would have qualified him for the final of the Olympic 10k. Yes, that's how fast he ran, and to think he's had a swim and a 40k bike ride before that, and yeah, still run a time that would have qualified him for the final is just it's just uncomprehendable, really, isn't it? It's 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 great, and I think um, those other disciplines have probably really helped develop his um, aerobic capacity. Yeah. But uh, and obviously, it, you always wonder what would it be like if they dedicated, you know. Mm. The, the sacrificed triathlon career to mm. get into the running, the pure running, and you know, yeah. but I think each, yeah, it's, it's you can never know because I think athlete, elite athletes have a pretty small window of opportunity, don't they? And um, absolutely, yeah, they do. Yeah, and um, so yeah, you've um, it, it's just it, I find it fascinating. So you're obviously become a bit of a now that you're, you've taken over this position as the race director. Of Adelaide Trail Runners, and you're organising a few other things. You know, um, I noticed you've also you're doing a state teams championship with um, yeah. it's coming up early next year. Yeah, Tell us about that. Was, that. Yeah, it was just an idea I had. I I just always thought that it might have been a, um, you know, just a good idea to to race with with a teammate. Um, so your team time is is that of you know you've got to basically run together and cross the finish line together, and you can then. Um, yeah, you can work together and the stronger runner can obviously help the weaker runner throughout the course and yeah, just I think the camaraderie and the, the yeah. form throughout the throughout that race and you you then get to share all the highs and lows together and that that finish line buzz of, you know, crossing the finish line together and going and having achieved something together as a team. So yeah, it was just an idea I had. So it's still cool. early days to see whether or not we get the support, but I hope we do because I like the event, and yeah, hopefully the, uh, the trail runners of Adelaide will as well, and hopefully they come out and support it. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a good concept. And so, so how does it work? The runners with the teams they have to run together, and they can't. So you're, yeah, well, you're, only, you're, you're only as good as your slowest runner. Is that right? That's a great way to put it. Exactly right. Now you yeah. don't have to technically run side by side, but, yeah. but the fact is your team time is that of the last runner. So yeah, and I and I did it that way so that. Yeah, uh, you, you may as well cross the line together because it's the time of the slowest runner. And yeah, so I want them to you know, work together. And um, you know, and as you know, a faster runner can be very beneficial to a slower runner. They can, you know, give them encouragement and yeah, pace, and, and pacing as well. So um, and I think the slower runner also of the two, um, I mean, it's a horrible word, slower, but you know what I mean. Someone has yes. to be faster and slower, but um, yeah. And I think they can also feed off the um, the strength of the faster runner, and they'll um, possibly drive them to, to perform at a quite a higher level than perhaps what they didn't think was possible. Yeah, that's um, I agree. I think it's I think it's interesting. I'm I'm fascinated by the idea, and I don't there are, there isn't anything like that here, and uh, yeah. that I and um. So where are you doing that? Well, at this stage, we've got it penciled into Black Hill. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah so um, we're yeah. just. Um, tinkering around with courses at the moment, just seeing seeing if it all comes off. We are open to moving that. It's still early days, but um, at this stage we're we're having a look at Black Hill, which is, as Adelaide runners will know, is a very very challenging place to run. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's um. However, 
this just makes me think and where a team Correct. environment might be good is because you could have someone who's a really great uphill runner you yep. know but then they, they could have their they, but they might not be as good say on the flat sections or the downhills and so yeah you can complement you i think it would be really interesting to choose the right athlete you know like yeah uh, yeah so um no, and I like that. Yeah. And we've got mixed categories as well, so we can have males and females. Yeah. Um, and males and, and obviously a female category, and then we're going to have two different age categories as well. So I think it's set at um, 40 plus and then the under 40s. So. Yeah, I'm keen. I've, I'm already th- trying to think about who, I'll, who I'd get as my partner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I um. Yeah, I'm not going to mention any names yet, but I've got a couple no. of names in my head. I'm going to shoot shoot out a few messages after this conversation. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, no, definitely a cool concept. Look, there's, I feel like there's no uh, there's no limit to what we can do with trail running in terms of rather than just having these pure races. You know, like I think races are great, but you know, you look at what like um, Lazarus Lake done in uh, America with the you know the uh, what's it called? Barkley marathons, oh, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, and then like, there's so many different formats we can do. We don't. Yeah. There's there are literally no rules as to what we can do. And I, I there was a funny. Here's a funny concept. Just putting it out there because I think it's hilarious. And and it was a, a Japanese TV show that I watched years ago, and it was a game show, and it was like it was grown up hide and seek. And, uh, <laughs> I and love it. It, it's a cool idea, you know. And yeah. but there was like massive prize money and. And so people were given this huge area to go and hide in. And they, right. and they had, I think they had four hours to find, to get found. And so, yeah. you know, so, I mean, I sort of thought you could ter- almost turn that into a, a running yeah. event of some sort or, yeah. you know. Um, but then there's also like, you look at the, I love that any, I, the idea of a team event is good doing like the Japanese style, again, um, the Ekidan relays that they do, the 100 yeah. You're familiar with those, aren't you? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we toyed around with that kind of concept as well, but yeah, just landed on this one to have so that this way every every runners they're all running as opposed to um, you know, waiting around. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's see how it goes. Excellent. Yeah, and so um yeah, and and so tell me a little bit. Just so this weekend we've got Anstey's. Um, yes. When I say this weekend, today being the first of December. And Anstey's is on the sixth, uh, as you say, pretty runnable course. And where, um, and like, are there any are there any trophies or anything like that, or prizes for yep. people? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so the first three place getters, uh, male and female, over short, medium, and long course, all get a medal. Um, so yeah, we've got three courses: short, medium, and long. Our short course at all the events are generally around that uh, sort of eight to ten k's. Our medium course. We'll sit around that 13 to 15, and our long courses are generally around that 21 k's. Yeah, uh, which is, which is just a nice distance, I think, in summer because, you know, in yeah. Adelaide, Adelaide summers we we could potentially get smashed with brutal heat. So, um, yeah, you don't really want to be going putting on 30 to 50 k races in 40 degree heat. So um, we say yeah. leave leave those for the winter time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, I think summer's a good time to work on your speed. Um, anyway, so absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, I love it. And we'll hopefully, as we both mentioned before, the weather's looking, um, fairly promising for this weekend. And so it might just, we might just get a nice, and it might be nice running weather. And, um, 
Yeah. Do you, so are there any – look, I, I should ask, seeing as I've got you on the line. Yeah, yeah. With COVID, what, are there any recommendations in terms of around aid stations and stuff yeah. that are super important? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good question. Um, so we are planning to have aid stations. Um, all runners are required to provide their own bottles um, or flasks or bladders or whatever. Um, so they will, the courses are cut free um, and they will have to pass their um, drinking vessel to our aid station attendants who will fill it up for them. Yeah. And they'll, they'll all have obviously rubber gloves, et cetera. So, yeah, so that's um, one of the, I guess, changes that COVID has brought into to races. Um, so, yeah, we, um, we're instigating that. The whole communal food, I think, is off, unfortunately. Um, so I don't think there won't, probably won't be any food at the end. Um, again, that's just a COVID thing. Um, the whole communal food thing is a bit of a no-no. Um, so yeah. that's, I guess, a change to what familiar runners might be familiar with. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's... Um, I think people are generally just grateful that there's an event on, you know, yeah. and so, um, but in saying that, you know, we might, maybe the next race or the race after things might relax a little more even. I hope, I, hope I don't so. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would be nice to get back to, um, you know, you know, put on some food afterwards and, uh, you know, doing it how it used to always be done. But I think we all have to just be a bit flexible. And like you said, just be grateful that we can actually race. <laughs> yeah. I think um, in a lot of things, like in terms of carrying your own drink bottles and stuff, it's not that unusual because no. a lot of events were had faded, phased out like cups and stuff. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I, I personally, for 21 kilometres, that would be about – Oh, anything, like if I was to do the short and medium course, like I'm not the world's fastest runner, but I'm a reasonable runner. And um, I, would, I wouldn't actually, um, unless it was like a 30-plus degree day, I wouldn't take water with me. Yeah. Um, and so, but in saying that, I think people should. You know, I would usually, for 21 kilometres, I would probably carry yeah. a minimum of 500 mils myself. Yeah. Some people yeah. maybe even a, a litre. And then like... Maybe I'd carry a, maybe one or two gels just to yeah. give me a little bit of a kick to get up some of those l latter hills. Um, yeah. yeah, correct. And, and the important thing there is everybody's different as well. Like yeah. A, a faster, more elite runner could go and smash out 21Ks, not needing any water at all. And then, you know, but some of the slower runners, you know, that, that's going to take them possibly three hours. So, yeah. um, and they, they will need. Uh, you know, a hydration pack or a handheld or some type of bottle. So, yeah, everybody's yeah. different. And um, that's the beauty of running, isn't it? We're all different. We all run at different speeds and different needs. Yeah. So um, just one one more question about answers. What sort of elevation are we looking at for the long – or for if all the courses, if you know them off the top of your head? I'm yeah. curious. Um, I don't know them off the top of my head, but um, we've, just had, we've only just had a late tweak of the um, – of the Anstey's course because we worked out that the original course was going to be too um, challenging in terms of uh, course marking. But I think we're up yeah. around about um, 700 metres of elevation for the long course. Yeah, over 21 k's. That's yeah. a fair bit. That's pretty yeah. challenging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Anstey's um, quite a small course. It's only around about eight kilometres on the perimeter. Um, so yeah. there's obviously a few loops that are required in the middle there. Um, yeah, there's a couple of real doozies that 99% um, of people will be walking. Does it? Does it? Have you incorporated um, the lovely uh, wildflower track? We have. We have got wildflower in there. Um, yeah, that's a fun one. 
Oh, yeah. I did that yesterday, and um, <laughs> yeah, not much fun. But um, no, it's hard. Uh, the, the, on the plus side, it comes very early. It comes at about 1500 metre mark. So oh, you there you go. Had, that's a nice time. You've warmed up nicely, and you can get it out of the way early. Yeah, get your cursing done, and then you can just get up with the race. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, no, that is a, a tough. It's a, just a. It's a never-ending climb. Probably the hardest hill on Anstey's, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's um it's a pretty interesting part. Uh, the thing I love about Adelaide is with all. The, I mean, especially what you've incorporated now, like not having been to Onkaparinga, but every single conservation park in the Adelaide Hills has a very different vibe. You know, and yeah. and so and I love that about it. You know, you you could when you're in Anstey's, it just feels like you're not far from say Black Hill, but it feels completely different. And then yeah, you go from Black Hill over to Morialta. I know you don't have any events there, but like that's a, a completely different vibe again. And then yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I'm really excited to see um to see how it feels down at Onkaparinga, and yeah. um yeah, and so we'll um and also all the events, and hopefully we get some um. Some decent weather for all of them, but no doubt there'll be a bit of warmth. And um, yeah, so that's super exciting. And Indeed. just what's the biggest challenge with being a race director? I guess you're going to find out on Saturday, on Sunday, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I think you know, I, th- I think on race day is probably not the worst, but I think I think it's the lead up. You know, it's the weeks leading into it, getting everything sorted. So the biggest challenge is your volunteers are just crucial. Um, and I've been so lucky to have um, so many people reach out to me and say, um, you know, putting their hand up to be volunteers. And I've had, um, I won't name them because there's been quite a few that have just been gone over and above to help me out with course marking and, yeah. and recruiting other people. So that's just, you know, the trail running community is it's just blown me away, to be honest. And people that I never previously knew. Um, and ju- in fact, just before we jumped on this call, I got an email from, from a lady saying how disappointed she was she's injured and she has to pull out and then she said i can't run but can i volunteer and yeah like, how, how good's that you know she yeah she's still going to come along and wants to volunteer because she just wants to be a part of it exactly um, so yeah. yeah we've been very lucky with the volunteers and that's the biggest challenge you need a lot of people to pull it all off and um yeah our trail running community in, in south australia is, is very strong it, it really is yeah no well, excellent brett i really um well, I'll be there on Saturday. I keep saying yeah. Saturday, but Sunday. Sunday. Um, yeah, and um, and like I'm hoping everything goes smoothly. And um, and at, at the end of the day, we've all just got to roll with it, don't we? And okay. yeah, and um, so yeah, and I am looking forward to uh, catching up. And so we, we might just um, we might wrap it up there and say, and a huge, and once again, good luck. And people, get your entries in. Um, ASAP if you if you uh, want to enter before on the day and avoid that that little extra fee yeah uh, but it's good that you've got you've left that option open for people to enter on the day if they are uh, right. because you know I know how it is with um sometimes life can be tricky you don't know what you're doing from one day to the next especially when you've got small children um, absolutely. absolutely some people just genuinely forget and then it's like oh no I really wanted to race that well you know that option is there so yeah we want to we don't want to turn people away. We want everyone that wants to run to our, uh, and if I can just add as well, um, the website is adelaidetrailrunners.com.au. Yeah. Uh, so that's where people go to, to enter or find out more details on the series. Yeah. And, and people can enter that other race too. 
aren't they? Can't they? Or yes, they you can. Your, yeah, yeah, the team's yeah. championship. That's all done through the uh, Trail Runners website, Adelaide Trail Runners. Oh, look, that sounds like a really fun concept to me uh, as well. Just something a bit different. And so, yeah. f- find a find a running buddy who you can. And I mean, everyone's got a running buddy. Why not? Yeah. It becomes a racing buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. um, right. actually, you could really get team. Like you could get your own like dress up or whatever in the same Absolutely. same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do a prize. Yeah, I'm doing a prize for best dressed team as well. Excellent. Just to, just to keep it a bit of fun. So, um, yeah, I've got team names. Um, yeah, well, what was, there was a couple of funny ones. Um, one of them was a, a couple of ladies entered in the over. I think they they were over fifty, so they called themselves Grabber Grannies. And um, <laughs> there was another couple of um, older gentlemen put in a men's team, and their team name was the, the A King Knees. <laughs> So I thought that was quite funny. A king knees. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get the support and we can uh, pull yeah. it off. Um, Turn that into something really um, that unique. will be around for a while and unique. Yeah. 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 Brilliant stuff, Brett. I really appreciate your time, and I will. I'll let you go so you can get back to um, I don't know, preparing the the big or everything for the weekend. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks, mate.